0: Yo, what up, street dogs, Eric Kim. All right, the thought. This one is on the hacker ethos. So, you know, just a little bit about myself and my life story. So for me growing up, I was actually pretty, grew up pretty poor. I mean, single working mom, dad is kind of like a degenerate, uh, deadbeat, whatever. And I didn't grow up in like uber extreme poverty, but you know, essentially poor enough where, um it's okay nice doggy. he's <laughs> like i want to play <laughs> um bud go back to mommy <laughs> um so essentially it was uh you know i kind of grew up in a situation where you know just uh you know didn't have any money and stuff like that and actually as a kid you know computers were the best thing ever in the internet and stuff like that and for me um, you know I was born 1988 and I still remember my first computer it was an Acer Aspire you know Pentium MMX technology I had like a 1 gigabyte hard drive and it had a 30 8.8k modem, you know, did the whole AOL net zero thing, whatever. And for me, the reason why this was so great being a kid is that you know when you're a kid, you don't got no money, you can't, you know. And then even from a young age, I tried to get a job, but you know, typically no one hires 12-year-olds to do work and so it's hard to get paid. And so, you know, out in the early days, you know, I was definitely an internet pirate. I'm um, like 12 years old. I was able to use the AOL Wares, W A R E Z. You know, figured out all the WinRAR stuff, and I still remember pirating my first version of Grand Theft Auto, like the original Grand Theft Auto, the POV, like super basic stuff. And it was so freaking complicated to do. And uh, actually, you know, down the line at UCLA, I was, um, I worked at the UCL undergraduate admissions, I worked in IT and stuff like that. And actually like, even for myself, I'm actually pretty good with computers and IT and stuff like that. And you know, I don't, I don't know how to code or anything like that or program, but I know enough HTML and basic stuff in CSS to just kind of get me by. And so for me, it was more of like not knowing technology for the sake of technology, but you had a certain desired outcome and you wanted to hack, modify, and change things to make it that the the way you want it to become. And so even with technology, my personal ethos is give the maximum amount of optionality and control and customization to the user and to really empower the user. And so so for example, Google these uh sneaky bastards right like i mean I'm, I'm i'm technically pro google and pro these big tech companies whatever but you know if you work on if you work at google on the chrome team or whatever i think it's fine that you create these options to just like automatically opt the average user into doing x y and z but to me like at least give the user the option to disable stuff that you might find uh, annoying so for example, I think it's fine that you know Google collects you know data in order to Serve you more accurate ads. I think that's that's fine. That's their business, right, but I think that Google you know just let's my suggestion is just enable that by default right and but at least give the user the option to D de- list themselves and then the funny thing is that there's not really going to be a huge financial backlash because the average user doesn't really care or whatever but then at least let the, the power users the, give them the ability to um, opt out so like even one thing I found so annoying with you know I'm like I love Google Maps and I think it's essentially the killer app for Android or Google whatever but I always hated that every time I you know, do a, any kind of trip at the end there's always that annoying like oh please rate your your trip and then there's like a bunch of different happy faces from sad to happy and then i, I haven't really figured out a way to disable this and you know even though google maps um uh, google maps is like amazing i'm like "Fuck, should i just get a, like <laughs> just get an iphone so so i could just use google uh, apple maps so i don't have to be you know annoyingly poked by these kind of uh you know Prompts and I I haven't figured out a way to disable it yet, but maybe I'll just kind of poke around a little bit more But anyways, and so for me To empower the users give them maximum amount of customization Minimal amount of annoyances whatever and certainly like at the end of the day We all know it's a business and people got to make money whatever, but still Let us try to give more optionality more control and power to Uh, the the users and so my notion of the hacker ethos is kind of like this Attitude or this approach or this general gist or notion where It's far more interesting to be a hacker a modifier um, Somebody who could poke around and change things than somebody who's just kind of given a one one fit uh, one Shoe fits all solution or was it one size fits all so it's it's kind of essentially going beyond the whole like one size fits all uh, philosophy and it's kind of giving more bespoke or customized or tailored solutions for the user and so I Mean certainly this is all subjective at the end of the day, but for me Like I know certain things which annoy me and so I think maybe part of like design ethics or computer ethics or whatever, is just do not annoy the users as you don't want others to annoy you. And this is the thing I find hilarious. You know, all these people working at Google and you know, engineers, stuff like that. Just look at what Google Chrome plugins they have. So for example, it seems most Google programmers that I know or people work at Google, whatever, everyone has freaking ad block Installed right so it's like this is this is and then they have like the disconnect and the Anti-tracking stuff for themselves. So I find this hugely strange and bizarre because I'm like yo, if your whole business is about serving ads Yet the programmers or the people working at Google are using ad blockers. I'm like hmm This is kind of funny and weird um, and even when I was a, a student all my all my friends who later became programmers at Google or whatever, we all had all the ad blockers and all the stupid tracking blockers and shit enabled. So it's, it's hugely contradictory. And I think it's essentially, it's bad form where once again, and another thing too, right, is I don't know any person who works at Google who would genuinely prefer to, um, to, hello. Uh, I don't know any person at Google who works there who genuinely prefers having a Google Pixel phone or an Android phone over an iPhone. Except maybe like, let's say, a handful of my friends. It looks like most people who work at um, Google, you know, they give you the Chromebook or the Pixelbook and they give you a Google Pixel and then use that stuff during your business meetings. But in private, you'd actually prefer to use your MacBook Pro or use your iPhone or iPhone Pro or whatever. So once again, there's this kind of, I I just think people should just be more honest and uh, and there's also some sort of like, um, commentary on the new, you know, Apple work-from-home commercial or something and then it's like everyone's using you know FaceTime and pretending to do business I'm like dude ain't nobody using FaceTime everyone's using zoom And so you're kind of giving people this fake warped reality of what's kind of really going on and you know I kind of get it because Apple's a business they need to Promote their own products, but it seems like everyone's kind of doing in this strange uh, disingenuous way So yeah, and we all know that you know, and towards this uh, hacker ethos notion, so we all know that Tesla is the best car, Lamborghini is the best car, whatever, Porsche 911 Turbo, whatever, RS2, RS3, whatever is the best car, and we all know that iPhone Pro is the best phone, and you know, Google Pixel probably takes, uh, takes the best pictures, whatever, and. But in spite of all that, to have a hacker ethos, it's not, it's like, you don't want the world to just be given to you on a silver platter where you're just like, okay, we all already know that this is the best solution, just kind of do it. And so, you know, we have all these, you know, tech people or Silicon Valley folks, um, you know, you're kind of agonizing over like, oh, you know, what's, what, what color iPhone Pro should I get or should I get a Max or a normal size one? Or, you know, what Tesla should I buy? Should I buy a Model S or X or a, you know, a Cybertruck or whatever? Or what color should I get or what kind of, re- and like, are just this kind of basic things is that like, you're essentially like stuck at McDonald's and you're like, should I get a Big Mac or should I get a Mini Mac or a chicken sandwich? And so essentially, the downside of this kind of you know and this is kind of the legacy of Steve Jobs you know I love Steve Jobs to death but also you know Steve Jobs he was kind of more of the artist tyrant uh, kind of the anti Steve Wozniak. Steve Wozniak was kind of the much more idealistic hippie um, you know empower the users stuff like that and then Steve Jobs was like super anti that and Steve Wozniak doesn't get as much clout or sexiness as Steve Jobs because uh, Steve Wozniak was you know, he's essentially the brains behind Apple and the technological genius behind it. Steve Jobs is much more of the the marketing business, um, artistic, creative dude. I mean, certainly you needed both of them in order to create uh, Apple and help them achieve what they did. But once again, the the issue is um, the the modern kids of today, And people, I just realized like, there's no more like hacker ethos, it's more like, just go out and just buy it. And that's like, so boring, like, ain't nobody know how to work with their hands. Um, to most, you know, millennials or moderns, we don't know how to work on a car. You know, uh, don't know how to fix a, a leaky roof or whatever. And so what I'm trying to promote is, yeah, let us readopt this uh, hacker ethos notion where you're not just about like, Oh, I could just buy the solution. Or, you know, it seems like the goal now is just to make a, a buttload of money and just hire somebody else to do it for you. Or, you know, and once again, you buy a Tesla, it just works. The, the same thing with iPhone and Apple products, they just work, which is great, which does free up some sort of more of a, um, you know, mental metabolic power to just do other things which interest you. But I don't know, I, th- I think If we as a society truly desire more innovation, more creativity, and more furthering of the human ingenuity and creativity, then I think embracing the hacker ethos is the way.